Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to TC Live, our half-hour post-game show to wrap up a huge day. It's a big week on Tennis Channel, showing four events across four continents, 17-plus live hours each day, ending every night in Delray Beach. Here's what's coming up on the show. A cavalcade of stars led the charge on day two in Rotterdam. We'll hear from last year's winner on how life is different as the defending champ. Plus, 48 hours after winning in Abu Dhabi, Belinda Bencic found herself back in the top 10 and back on court in the Middle East. And our Black History Month celebration features a former doubles partner of Arthur Ashe, who became a titan for growing tennis in Washington, D.C. With that, we bring you into our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weissman back with Chanda Rubin and Prakash Amitraj. Happy Valentine's Day to you all and everybody out there. As we know, every tennis match starts at love on both sides. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I guess on Valentine's love, Day, love, I, I can right? agree with that on yeah. Valentine's Day. I I, I've switched my perspective. Before it was love means nothing, right? Correct. Now it starts with love, Prakash. We've got to flip it and go positive. <laughs> I remember your, your New Year's resolution. Listen, we are staying positive all the way through, but I like... Look, you and I kept it. I don't know what we kept it, but Chandra, you're looking as, as good as a box of seized candy right now in that red outfit. You're looking just, so good. I love your sayings, Prakash. you got to write that one down. As good as a box of... Seized chocolate, which, by the way, right down the street, right? Right down the street. You can go pick it up. And I just color coordinate always just bringing the heat. i got to come out hard with you two. got to come it's out hard. It's V-Day, you know. Br bringing it today. And we start in Rotterdam. We'll have highlights from every single venue today. But this was a milestone moment for Felix Ojeali-Sim last year. Coming in 0 for 8 in ATP Finals, the Canadian won his first career title, defeating Stefano Tsitsipas in the final. Ojeali-Sim would go on to win three more titles last year and led the tour in indoor wins. So defending a title for the first time for Kosh, facing Lorenzo Sanego today in FAA, got off to a flying start. He certainly did pick up right where he left off last year, looking very comfortable on this court. Movement in fine form, brilliant get there, lovely handwork at the end. Still can't figure out how these kids slide on that hard court, but he makes it look natural. And the whole all-court game working well, Sanego trying to pull a couple of tricks out of the bag, wasn't able to do it. Felix, all business, taking that first set 6-2 and shows a little bit of everything here at this point. Big heavy kicker, massive forehand, comes in, covering the net well, not able to close things out. Lob goes over his head, but some sweet defense over the shoulder action, and when you give him a shot at the pass, makes no mistake. Was able to work on all little aspects of his game, everything firing, about as clean a performance as it gets. 13 aces, 3 for 3 break points. Only dropped 5 points on that first serve, saved both of his break points. Let's hear from Felix after. Anything different coming back in as the defending champion? Did you feel any extra responsibility on court today? I don't know. No, I, I was uh, I was very in the moment, you know, and I think that's what you want as a player. I mean, last year was an amazing year, but uh, this year is a different one. Um, I think I'm a better player overall. Uh, of course, uh, 
you know, the best thing I can do compared to last year is win again. So hopefully I can do that. But the draw is, uh, is really strong. But I'm confident that, you know, if I keep playing the way I did today, um, I I'll, I'll get my chances, you know, and then we'll see. Answer that question perfectly. Got to stay in the moment, Chanda. It's always tricky defending a title for the first time. How do you think he handled it? I thought he handled it great. I mean, that's always the question is when you come back, how does a player feel? Do they feel more pressure? Do they feel better because they're coming back to a place where they had the, their most success, coming back to a court where they played a lot of matches, got very comfortable? And I think when you approach it from a positive standpoint, that is always the best formula. And it was interesting, the phrasing of the question, do you feel more responsibility? And you can see Felix go, <laughs> No, that was a little weird. No, I didn't. So that was, I thought, a perfect answer. I love Felix's game. I love his attitude. He's someone who's very, very fun to watch. But he, let's be clear. I think this year his goal needs to be putting up a 1,000 on the board or making it to a final of a Grand Slam. He's been progressing up nicely, made huge strides last year. But I think uh, that's what he's looking to do this year. Great indoors. 31 wins indoor courts last year. Four titles all came indoors. Looking to defend that title in Rotterdam. Daniil Medvedev is there now outside the top ten looking for his first win in Rotterdam since making the semis back in 2019. Had a tough start against Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, Shannon. Yeah, things did not look good initially. Davidovich Fokina was almost taking the racket out of Medvedev's hand. He was hitting big. He was dictating, controlling play. The forehand was a real weapon as it was there. I mean, that ball is struck hard and Medvedev it took him a little bit of time to get used to the pace and to try to turn things around but got the early break and that always helps when you lose the first set if you can immediately turn things around right at the start Medvedev got a little more confidence started finding a little better read on some of these shots from Davidovich Fokina and that little flip backhand that was at a big moment as well for Medvedev to consolidate the break to stretch the lead and he has been one of the best players at doing that when he's on his game. So this was a fantastic win down the stretch in the third set. Said, when I miss, that's not very good. I changed a few millimeters of tactics, go on to victory. To Doha we go. The women in action, some great matches here for Cox. Danielle Collins facing Alisa Mertens, who won her first 500-level title here back in 2019. Yeah, a bit of a blockbuster match this early in the week. Great point there against the Collins serve. Manages to save it, takes that first set 6-4. A second set breaker, Mertens up 4-1, plays a good point here. Wild miss from Collins here off that backhand. 5-1 for Mertens. That looks like we're going to a third set, mm -hmm. right? Uh, not quite to be. Mertens does get a set point here, but Collins just a little bit too tough. Finds a big forehand angle, finishes over the sideline. Love when players do that. So much more effective. Squeezes her way to match point, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, instead of looking at a third set, throws things out. Mertens had 10 double faults. That was costly for her. And Collins, 3-1 and one against the Belgian, moves on to face world number one Iga Sviantek next. Looking forward to that matchup in Doha. Match of the day, though, that was Maria Sakri and Zhang Qinwen, Chanda. I mean, this was set up to be a blockbuster. Jin Wen, she has been a young up-and-coming player. She hits the ball big, but it was Sakri who got off to a quick start. Just had all the answers stepping in on that forehand. That was a real weapon for Sakri. But Jung would turn things around. She's got the game. She's got the big serve. She started getting a little more confidence. That backhand, finding the line there. And just felt like maybe Zhang could turn this match completely around. She at one point had such a good shot, the hot shot of the day. Four hands like that one were spectacular when she needed it, but Sakri, she's got...
confidence, she's got experience, and she started changing it up, mixing up the play, the slice there, just throwing Jung off, and that was a big moment for Sakri to really turn that third set around, and once she got the lead, didn't really look back. This was a clean performance down the stretch from Sakri, handling any nerves and tension. It was really well done at the very end. Jung had doubled the winners, but Sakri had doubled the breaks of serve. As Chanda mentioned, that is going to be our hot shot later in the show. You don't want to miss it. To Delray Beach, J.J. Wolf coming in at a career-high 39 in the world after reaching the semifinals in Dallas last week. Chanda facing Ilya Ivashka for the first time. Yeah, this is a, never an easy matchup against the experienced Ivashka, but J.J. Wolf, he has gained real belief in his game. He hits the ball big, and in those important moments, he was finding the forehand, giving himself big targets, big margins, but still swinging out freely. And after getting that first set, he opened up his game even more. See the movement there? That's been an improvement in the Wolf game. His ability to handle all areas of the court, to close off the court, and then to look for the crushing blow. And that is what did it on match point. A really solid two-set win for him. This week, he is the Wolf of Atlantic Avenue in Delray Beach. Won 80% of his first serves, broke four times. We'll face Adrian Manorino next. Then we had Jack Sock playing Matia Pekatic, a 33-year-old, making his ATP main draw debut, former Princeton star, who is now the director of capital markets for a real estate investment firm for Koss. His stock is on the rise. Well, it seemed to be like business as usual for Jay Sizzle, as he likes to call himself, but that double break in the first set ended up being one break, and then after that, the wheels started to come off just a little bit, and it will be thinking, could this guy possibly make a comeback? As you mentioned, Weissman not really been on the tour full-time, kind of giving it a bit of a shot here. All of a sudden, squeezes out that second set, and crazy things can happen when you're pushing into a decider. Gets up a break early, trying to get a second break here, because look, if you haven't been in these situations a lot, it's not easy to serve things out. Does the right thing, applies a bit more pressure, is able to get that insurance break, pushes himself to 5-2, makes it a little bit easier. Gets the break. My goodness. I mean, the win of his life. Pekatich was better in virtually every statistical category and have to call in sick to that day job again. I'm actually speechless, and that doesn't happen very often. Uh, no, just, just an incredible match. You know, I, I started down for love. I just told myself, if, you know, two points, a two-point match at this moment. So if I'd won those two points, I'd be two all, and I felt like I still had a chance. And when I got that first game on the board, I felt like, um, you know, I'm going to show good tennis today. What a lot of people here don't know is that you actually have a full-time job besides from tennis right now. And what was it going to take for you to give that up to play tennis full-time? I don't know. Maybe we should ask the crowd. Should I give it another go on the tour? <laughs> They're loving you, Mattia. I mean, I, I love that. He's, get, he's getting the crowd into it in Delray Beach. I mean, this is a guy who uh, was the three-time Ivy League Player of the Year at Princeton. He only got in because he was picking up his rackets in Delray Beach. They said, we may have a spot in qualies. Beats Stefan Kozlov, beats Tennis Sandgren. And now he takes out Jack Sock. What do you make of this story? I mean, sometimes you are in the right place at the right time, and you are ready to seize the opportunity, and I think all of those took place uh, for Petsatich. I mean, it was incredible the way he turned that match around, down for love as well, and it looked like Sock's experience and the weapons were going to totally outclass um, his opponent, but he really turned things around, Petsatich, and I was impressed with how aggressive he was, how he was taking it to Sock, how he was using his weapons, putting himself at the net often. That's not easy to do against a big forehand like Sock's. It was impressive all to the end. 
Jack Sock didn't play his best tennis, but a lot of that had to do with the opponent as well. Isn't this why we love sports? I mean, you look at a guy in his early 30s. I mean, he's not even playing full-time. And you think of the great sports movies, Tin Cup and so forth. And, and this is the kind of stuff where all of a sudden a little bit of momentum comes. You really shouldn't be there. You're playing with the house's money. And that's when special things happen. And I think that's why we all love it. You know, it makes you believe that the impossible is actually possible. And uh, that's why you watch till the last point. Hollywood story. This is the guy. He says, sometimes I train with my boss, who's 70 years old. This week I trained with a guy who's probably in his late 50s. Uh, find some creative ways to make it work. Princeton, Harvard Business School, Capital Markets. This guy's going on to the next round in Delray Beach. Got to love it. Much more. Still to come here on TC Live when we come back. Today's Black History Month feature honors Willis Thomas, a man who has left quite a legacy in the Washington, D.C. tennis community. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. From his doubles partnership with Arthur Ashe to his tireless efforts bringing tennis to a more diverse young audience, Willis Thomas left his mark on an amazing cross-section of the sport. In 1954, an 11-year-old Thomas met Ashe at an American Tennis Association National Championship. Ashe invited Thomas to play doubles with him, beginning a winning six-year partnership. As his doubles partner saw his playing career take off, Thomas carved out his own niche as a coach and an advocate for introducing tennis to more players of color. Thomas's leadership included two terms as president of the American Tennis Association, but perhaps his most lasting contribution was his youth mentorship, particularly in his hometown of Washington, D.C. For 30 years, Thomas volunteered and mentored children at the Washington Tennis and Education Foundation. He served as the vice president of programs, helping to mold the lives of kids in the nation's capital, on and off the court. He was particularly engaged in making sure the kids in D.C.'s predominantly black inner city felt a sense of limitless possibility. Under his leadership, the WTEF provided those kids with high-quality facilities, educational resources, and above all, a sense that someone cared for them. Willis Thomas retired from his work in 2019, but his immeasurable impact continues. Thank you, Taylor. With us all week at Tennis Channel, Thomas worked with Zena Garrison, Katrina Adams, and Leslie Allen. All of our Black History Month features are available at TennisChannel.com. Our celebration continues all week right here on TC Live and all month on Tennis Channel. When we come back, Carlos Alcaraz making his season debut tomorrow. Chad and Prakash break down his match in Argentina. It's time to reconnect with Tennis Paradise in Southern California. Iga Sviantec is the Indian Wells champion. Oh, wow. A career 
defining moments for Taylor Fritz, who comes of age here in Indian Wells. Oh, can't wait. Don't miss exclusive live coverage of the BNP Paribas Open from first ball through the finals. TC Live, 1 p.m. Eastern, every single day starts Wednesday, March 8th. Well, Belinda Bencic coming off her second title of the season, winning in Abu Dhabi. More wins than anyone on tour this year, playing in Doha today, Chanda, against Victoria Tomova. Yeah, I expected this to be a little tougher match for Belinda Bencic, but... This is how well she has been playing. Really shut Tomova out in the first set, taking returns early, playing in the areas of the court inside the baseline, and that's the strength of the Benchage game. She can hit with tremendous angles and never gave Tomova a chance to get into that first set and was able to continue at start of the second. Benchich just kept firing on all cylinders. That backhand up the line, one of the best shots of the match from her. And, you know, once she got that big lead, just started hitting a lot more freely. Serving well. And she can match. hit aces like this, you know it's trouble for opponents. Belinda Benchich threw very handily in straight sets. Great year for Belinda Benchich. Already two titles. Meantime, in Buenos Aires, Dominic Team has won two titles there. In fact, He's got nearly a perfect record for Kosh. Only loss here. 2019 semifinals taking on Alex Molchan. Well, he's on his way back up the rankings and looked like he was moving very well today. Look, the biggest thing on play is you want to be able to serve well. Everyone returns well on this stuff. You're going to get broken quite a few times unless you're one of the big servers out there. And that's exactly what Dominic Keane did today. Got 72% of his first serve, 64% of his second serve. Only lost serve once. Put himself in a really strong position to win. Second set here on serve, opens it up with some nice movement here, and when the backhand is working, isn't that a pretty sight to see? Is able to get the break, moves on to match point here, again, in a really good rhythm with the ground strokes, moving the ball around nicely with that forehand, and as it is on clay, you want to be able to displace the opponent and draw the air. Dominic Team, that's a big win for Team over the eighth seed, as he is now 12-1 in Buenos Aires, Argentina, back to Delray Beach. We've got 10 American men in the top 50 for the first time since 1995. Two of those right here. Big Ben Shelton and Marcos Giron, Chanda. Uh, we were looking forward to this matchup. A little more experience in Giron against the shot making of Shelton. And it was Giron that got off to the slightly better start. He missed that shot there. But this is where Giron was able to turn the tables, getting the break. And it was a sum total of how comprehensive he played those return games. He was behind so many of the Shelton big serves, got those balls back in play. And from the baseline, it was advantage Giron. Shelton showed some displays, some flashes, uh, but it was Giron who was just too solid and really played such a clean match. Very few errors. The forehand was big. And in the end, 6-4, 6-4 for Giron. Takes out Ben Shelton in his first match since making the quarterfinals at the Australian Open. What's trending on social media? Well, it's Valentine's Day, and our Tennis Channel social media team killed it once again, putting this out on Instagram. Uh, I love you just the way you are. Jess Pagula. They had a bunch of these, not only Pagula. Uh, there was one with Rafa Nadal as well. Do we have that one to pull up or maybe the Angebur? Yes. Will you be the Rafa to my play, Chanda? I love these. I want to see all of them. Give me more, Steve. Give me more. If anyone out there you know, wants to go out with someone who is in the tennis world, in the tennis game mindset, 
Feel free to use one of these and just drop it in the DM. Cutest way to go after it today. What Where do you think, Where can Jen? we buy these? Where can we get these? I need my six-year-old to bring that to her class <laughs> next year. I need these. I need uh, these in my life. Andy Chu's got it. Listen, <laughs> just go to Tennis Channel's Instagram page. You know, screenshot it, print it out, and there you go. You put my, you put my love on top. Ooh, 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 I mean, how good is that? The, the, the social <laughs> team has been on fire. It's been unbelievable. To it's watch. so good. <laughs> there was another. It must have been love. Ben oh. Shelton, good stuff. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz back on the court, getting ready to play tomorrow against Laszlo Zera. Uh, his first tour-level event of the season for Kosh. What do you expect to see from Carlitos? Well, I feel bad. Looks like the guy's really let himself go. Look at him. Look at all the flabium. <laughs> guy looks in exceptional shape. And look, he's not going to come back unless he's 100%. He, his game is the type of game that it's a really physical game. So he knows he can put himself in injury's way if he's not 100%. So love to see him back out there. He's been spending a lot of time with the kids out there, too, signing a bunch of autographs. And look, I, it's just such a great thing to have him back. Yeah, I think he's going to have so much crowd support, so many fans clamoring to see Carlos Alcaraz. That should help him get that energy that he's so famous playing with. And I think, you know, it's always a little bit of a road back when you have injury and you're out for some months. But, you know, expect him to play solid and, you know, hopefully just continue to work his way back up and into that form we saw. Lovely to see him come back on clay, too. I think it'll be a little easier on the body. Hardcore. I haven't seen him since the Paris Masters last year. Wednesday schedule starting bright and early, 5 a.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. Pacific in Rotterdam. The Doha schedule tomorrow. Check it out. It's absolutely incredible. And the three of us wrap it up. TC Live, 10 p.m. Eastern, as always. Back to wrap up the show after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back on TC Live, Tennis Plays for Love. The seven governing bodies of international tennis are uniting to support those impacted by the recent devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. Fans can lend their support by donating at globalgiving.org. Time now for our hot shot of the day. As usual, you lose the match, but you get the hot shot. How about Queen Wen getting it done here, Prakash? Well, let me tell you something, Weissman. She looked good doing it. Some nice movement there, and you think the lob is over her head, but she says, not yet. Not only gets there, finds a tweener, finds a fist in the air, and a gorgeous smile to cap things off. Take another look at it. Uh, Chen, what do you He's think? He's calling the her queen. I like it. After that hot shot, that's a queen move right there. Now, is, so it, athletic. It, is it sticking? Is it queen win just for the hot shot? Or no. Are we keeping for that? Life. Well, it was queen win, but now with the hot shot, it's queen win. I think queen win. You know, she's got <laughs> photo shoots all over the place. I like it. She's a queen. Like Take a look at these featured matches we've got tomorrow on center court starting at 5 a.m. Eastern. Yannick Sinner's in action. Iga Sviantek, Danielle Collins, Coco Golf, Petra Kvitova. Jesse Pagula taking on Yelena Ostapenko, trying to get some revenge for Madison Keys, who lost to Ostapenko today. The return of Carlitos Alcaraz in action, plus Michael Moe against Denis Shapovalov. 
four continents. We got you covered everywhere. And look, oh, we're standing and we got hearts behind us. What a day. Love. I've been working I mean, on this. I've been working on this. I've been working. Look, look at that shot. You know, it just, uh, it just matches beautifully in the background. I think we should do this more often. We should. We should, you know, we're always on the desk. It was a good thing we wore pants today, right? I mean, I had jeans on yesterday. This wouldn't have worked. One of those special days. Uh, not always <laughs> pants on the check, check out his Instagram. You'll know exactly what he's talking about. Let's break down the first match. Iga Sviatek, Danielle Collins. Uh, Collins won their only previous meeting. That was Australian Open last year. We haven't seen Iga since she lost earlier than she would have liked in Australia. What do you expect? You know, I expect uh, Sviantec to be very motivated for this matchup. Certainly, you know, the court surface a little bit different. Australia a bit quicker, so she just wasn't quite as comfortable. And Danielle Collins was playing lights-out tennis when she got to that AO final. I think this will be a little bit different, but I expect Iga to play with a little more aggression, to have just a little more time. You still have to give her the slight advantage, but Danielle Collins, she is always a tough out. Iga is the world number one. Looking forward to seeing her back in action. Coco Goff taking on Petra Kvitova. Kvitova likes Doha. She's won there twice. She's made another final there. What's the game plan for Coco? Well, I think the conditions over there suit Petra really well. When she's able to get that first serve going, the ball moves through the air really quickly and it can get on you quick. Coco, she's got that forehand where she likes to take a little bit big of a roundup, likes a little bit more time, so it could be a little bit tricky for her. So leaning towards Petra a little bit to be able to get this done, mm. but I just think overall Coco has been in better form. So it's a, it's a tough one to call. Those matches in Doha are incredible. Do, do we have uh, some chocolates? Where, where'd this go? Well, listen, we, 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 we know how much <laughs> Jess, we love Shanda here. <laughs> here we she go. Is, she is our <laughs> Valentine, and we know she's looking good as some C's red candy. So we uh, we got to give you Look a little Look, there something. you go. Happy so Valentine's Day. Thank you. Thank you guys. Happy Valentine's we, we Day. It's all love. It's all love. Thanks for watching. See you live. <laughs>